Welcome and thank you for joining us on Inside Bend, a podcast where we get an inside look at the city of Bend from the people who keep our city running. You'll hear about the innovative ways our local government is responding to our community's needs and helping shape Bend's future. I'm your host, Jacob Larson. On this episode, we're joined by Housing Department Director Lynn McConnell as we dive into the work that her department's doing. The Housing Department is one of the newest departments here at the city. It's in place to help provide various types of housing options, including creating more affordable housing, as well as aid in the development of shelters. Okay, let's jump into this conversation now. Okay, today on the podcast, I am joined by Housing Director Lynn McConnell. Lynn, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thanks so much for having me. So today we're talking about housing and the housing department, which is kind of a relatively new department here at the city of Bend, um, and just kind of taking a look at what the city is doing in regards to housing. Um, but before we dive into the nitty gritty, I wanted to ask you a little bit about yourself. So how long have you been working here at the city? So I've been at the city just since 2017 and I started at the city as the second housing person. <laughs> um, that's when that's we the technical went, term. I think it is. I think it is, yeah. That's when we went from one person, Jim Long, to then having a second staff person, which was me. Um, and when Jim retired, as expected, a few months after, then I moved into the affordable housing manager position, and the program has just sort of grown from there. Right, and so that kind of segues into my next question, because now it's the housing department. So what is your department's role? What, what are you guys all doing? The housing department's goal is to create affordability in our housing stock at every level um, that folks may be interested in buying or renting. So we work on everything from creating solutions for folks who are currently sleeping without a home right now, <laughs> out on the street or in shelters, et cetera. Um, we help um, create additional sheltering capacity and um, work with the county to do that. And then rental housing uh, that is affordable, ownership housing that is affordable and in typically those are publicly supported. So we put funding and other things into them, as well as market rate housing, both rental and ownership, finding ways to incentivize the private market to come to the table and develop at a more affordable price than they would otherwise. So with each of these different levels, what we call the continuum, levels on the continuum, um, we're employing different strategies and different um, processes to try to get that work done. And how many people are on your team? Right now, the housing department is a grand total of four people. I think we're the smallest and newest department in the city, um, but we are rapidly scaling up to meet the need and demand and, and what council and the community are asking for. Um, from us. But we are currently hiring two additional people and looking for additional over the next year or so to just continue to grow and meet the need. What is the, the purpose of your department? You've talked about all these great programs and things you're doing, but like what what is the reason for having a housing department here at the city? What it comes down to is that people cannot build in Bend for the prices that our community members can pay. And that's where government action typically comes in. And here in the city, that's what we do, is we try to reduce that gap, as it's called, between what folks can pay and what housing can be built for. And we do that in a variety of ways. Sometimes that is helping to increase the income uh, or buying power of folks um, by doing things like down payment assistance or mortgage buy-downs through the funding we have. Other times it's helping with the cost of housing through things like expedited permitting, and, and we all know time and money 
<laughs> often overlap. So speeding up that process helps save money, um, creating legal documents to help restrict what folks can rent or sell their home for. All of those things are part of our program to help reduce the cost of housing or increase the buying power or renting power of our community members. Um, and so that's kind of then, I guess, the the reason or, or the role, I guess, your group and your team is playing in this housing crisis that we're seeing is trying to give people resources to get into stable housing. So we tend to work um, primarily with nonprofit and for-profit organizations. Um, and those are really in two different stripes, I'll say. <laughs> the first is development. We work with all sorts of developers to try to create affordability. And that's everyone from true affordable housing developers like Habitat for Humanity, Core Community Land Trust, Housing Works, our region, which is our regional housing authority, um, to market rate builders like Hayden Homes. Um, really working across the spectrum of need there and spectrum of development to create affordability. We also work with a number of nonprofits who do social services and we fund them to help them sort of boost the health of our community members in in various different ways. Everyone from therapy providers for Saving Grace, which is our domestic violence survivor program, to volunteers in medicine, to homeownership counseling through Neighbor Impact, um, just about everything you could think of having to do with housing and community development more broadly, um, not just housing, um, through grants and other uh, capacity building tools. Great. So it's not just, you know, affordable housing, but we're talking shelters and and that sort of stuff, too, that you guys help, uh, you know, foster here in the city. I like to think of us as the solution uh, to the housing challenges that the community is facing. Obviously, there's not enough of us and not enough resources to really be the true solution all the way, but that's what we're working towards. So if folks are ready to come to shelter, that's where the city of Bend comes in by helping provide capacity, both facilities and um, staffing support to get folks um, on the next path. If folks want to buy their first home, um, we're there to help them with down payment assistance, et cetera, um, and all sorts of different methods in between. Let's talk a little bit about then the affordable housing program. Um, You mentioned before we started recording that this used to be what is now the housing department was just the affordable housing um, and it's kind of grown into this bigger thing and now affordable housing is just a program. So maybe explain um, a little bit about that program and, and what it does. So the city of Bend got really serious with affordable housing programs in about 2003. And that's when we became a federal entitlement community, as it's called. Really what that means is we started receiving federal funds from the government directly to do housing and community development. And that's when we first hired a staff person in the housing division. The program grew since then until 2017 when I came on board. And at some point with the most recent council that is uh, about to term off, some of them, um, they realized that the, the crisis just had continued to grow and that we needed to go beyond true affordable housing into helping our middle income populations as well. And so we've had a goal over the last couple of years, this last council, of, of creating a middle income housing program as well. The middle income housing program is intended to help folks who maybe don't qualify for publicly supported housing in the traditional sense or affordable housing, but still can't afford housing prices in Bend. For sure. Yeah, it sounds like that's kind of really designed to fill that gap because you see a lot of people who are paying rent, can afford rent, but they can't save up enough money for a down payment. And that kind of helps 
fill that gap. Exactly. We're we're well aware that, you know, you can still make, as, as folks heard on the town hall, um, pretty close to $72,000 gross annually and qualify for affordable housing. But we also know that there's a lot of really valuable community members that make more than that and can't qualify. Um, and so we want to make sure that those folks have a safe place to sleep at night and are able to retain um, their time here, their, their housing here, um, continue to work as part of our workforce here, raise their kids here or age here, whatever it is, so that we retain the fabric of that community and really continue to have a diverse um, and interesting community. Um, it's really an economic development tool as well. Um, I wanted to go back to you were talking about and you kind of touched on uh, shelters and that being part of the work that uh, your department's doing. Um, what, what's kind of going on there? I know there's there's lots going on in regards to um, creating new shelters and opportunities for people. Um, so what's kind of in the works? We've done a lot already, but there's also more to come. There is always more to come. <laughs> So in the last uh, year or so, the city has purchased three separate facilities to use in various different capacities. Two are intended as permanent long-term shelters. That is the Ben Value Inn or former Ben Value Inn, which is now known as our Project Turnkey location. Um, there's 20-some rooms um, that are currently being renovated. Um, we are thankful to have the help of a phenomenal facilities team leading that charge and turning that into a wonderful place for folks to have a temporary stay and move on into stable housing. Um, That during the remodel, the folks who were living there are now in what was formerly the Rainbow Motel on Franklin Street. Um, at some point, those folks will go back. We're hoping for February <laughs> to get them back into the Project Turnkey Motel. And at that point, um, we will begin construction on the second street shelter, also known as the Navigation Center or Lighthouse. That is currently operated by Shepherd's House and is a low barrier shelter here in Bend. That's super important for folks who have issues that they're working through or um, uh, just need a safe place. It's really seen as a life-saving scenario for people to bring them in out of the cold or the smoke overnight and connect them to services to help them with whatever their next step is. So um, as we remodel the lighthouse, folks will move into the Rainbow Motel in part. Um, We have been over capacity at the lighthouse for many, many days recently. Um, and so we're really going to have to keep that building in use even while it is in uh, renovation status. So we're going to be doing some juggling amongst different facilities, but we are so thankful to have the space to move people to um, and hopefully continue to have some really great successes with moving folks who are in our shelters into long-term stable housing. Awesome. That's so good to hear. Um, I wanted to kind of shift gears and talk about funding now. Um where I mean, there's all this stuff that's going on. Everything costs money. You get you have a lot of programs that you're running. Where does your funding come from for your department? So historically, the city of Bend has really two, and most recently now a third funding source that pays for all of the work we do as well as for staff. 
One of those is a federal fund sent directly to us each year um, called Community Development Block Grant, or CDBG. That uh, fund is about 500000 annually and pays for not quite a whole staff person plus the work we do funding services and development. In addition, we have two of our own funds. One was created in 2006, and that is our Affordable Housing Fund. And that's the fund that most folks have heard about and uh, that we take a lot of pride in. It's a third of a percent on all building permits and it goes into a fund that then the Affordable Housing Advisory Committee um, is able to take applications and help council decide who should get the money to produce additional affordable housing. The third fund was created at the very tail end of 2020. It's called a construction excise tax. <laughs> um, and we are using that to benefit the lowest income members of our community. Those are folks more or less making minimum wage full time and below. So it's a pretty sizable chunk of folks um, and try to create housing and additional services for them. Always, revenue is a huge issue here in the city. We just don't have enough to do all the great things that we want. And I'm really curious to see how council chooses to proceed. But I think that that is going to be kind of our number one issue to resolve over the next biennium. How do we continue to increase the production that our community wants to see? How do we continue to increase affordability? Um, and that often takes staff and takes additional resources. Being the housing director, what would be something that you would want the community to know either about your department, like a misconception about the housing crisis? What's like the big thing you wish the community understood about dealing with these issues that your department deals with? I think the main thing that we have forgotten as a community at large, and although I think within the city of Bend staff, it's a little bit different. This is ultimately a supply and demand issue. That is what we are working with, is that we have underbuilt needed housing in Bend and really across the state, um, concentrated on the coasts for many, many years. This is not a problem that has an easy solution. It's a matter of us, all of us, making room and finding the ability to fit more folks in who want to be here. What we're seeing on the ground is a lot of fear of displacement, folks who have lived in Bend for a long time feeling like they no longer can afford to move here because of the pressures that we're seeing from folks who love this place also and want to be here full time. And so part of our goal is to help retain the fabric of our community, all of our community members, those who really want to be here and work here um, to be able to afford a home here, whether it's a rental or ownership home, um, to be able to stay in Bend and, and contribute to our community. That's our goal. What does it mean for you to have this role and do this job? I love my job. Honestly, this is, uh, I'm having a lot of fun. It's, it's, there's a lot of crazy attached to at times <laughs> as there is for a lot of us here in city hall, um, just because it's so busy. Um, but, uh, we, we are doing good work. I love working in the city of Bend and having such a strong, um, sense among all of my colleagues of the need for this work, um, such support of the city council to continue to pursue affordability and the fact that very different people are coming to the table these days to help us figure out the solutions. And that feels
feels really exciting to me. I think we have a lot of potential as a community to really change the trajectory of where we're going and to show the rest of the state how we can all do it. What are what are some of those stories that stand out to you from people, those success stories um, that you've seen? You know, it's really varied. I mean, some of the stories have to do with single parents who have struggled to stay in Bend. Maybe they are going back to school. Um, maybe they've had health issues. Um, any number of things, trying to sort of move their lives forward and provide the best life possible for their children. That's always powerful to me as a mom. Um, some of the other things are a little bit, you know, twinged with a little more sorrow. We have had some folks who probably should be in hospice who are in our shelters. And that's a really, really hard thing to to see and to deal with. But at the same time, all I can think about is the fact that I hope that their family members know that, you know, they died among people who who were caring for them and in a safe place um, with a little bit more dignity than were they out on the street. And, you know, those things are, are another sort of side to the story that that I think about a lot, I'll say. Um, But most of the stories are very happy. It's the seniors who are able to stay near their kids and grandkids because they're able to move into affordable housing. Um, It's the families who feel like they can finally, you know, really sink their roots in and give back to the community in ways they couldn't when they didn't know where they were going to be next year. So lots of amazing stories and really positive things that we get to see. If there's people listening to this who are wanting to get involved, wanting to be a part of the solution, wanting to, you know, maybe volunteer their time or just give input. Um, what, what are some ways people can get involved with um, helping out with the housing crisis? The first thing that I would suggest for folks to come and learn more is to come and attend either virtually or in person our Affordable Housing Advisory Committee meetings, which are typically once a month. Um, the Affordable Housing Advisory Committee, or AHAC as we call them, is seen as the technical arm for council for all things housing. So they help council chew on policy issues. They help them determine where our hard-earned funding should go. They help uh, really try to figure out how to get more housing affordable affordability into the city of Bend. So that's a great place to start and you can find out more on our website. In addition, um, I would suggest that you get to know some of the service providers in town, uh, folks who are working for our nonprofits trying to do this good work of moving folks along the housing continuum. Take one of them out to lunch and ask them what they need. I think they'd love to tell you what the barriers are um, and what successes they're having, and that's a really great way to connect and find out opportunities on the ground. And finally, I would just suggest to the community to help find ways to make room for our community members to find space here and have a roof over their heads. Some of you are able to build ADUs and have done that, and we really appreciate that. Creating additional space in your own backyard is about as great as it gets. (laughs) Others have shown up for hearings when new housing is being proposed to say, yes, this is important to have it even in my neighborhood. All of those uh, moments add up into us having and community support to get this work done and are really important. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Thanks so much for having me. A big thank you to Lynn for being our guest on the podcast this month. If you'd like to learn more about the housing department, you can head to bendoregon.gov housing. Thank you for tuning in to Inside Bend. If you enjoy listening, don't forget to subscribe and you can check back each month for new episodes. And also a very special thank you to the Pitchfork Revolution for providing us with this music. <laughs>